and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Faye. And this week, we are talking about The Night Before. Yes. Christmas classic? (laughs) Not The One Wild Night or whatever. One Crazy Night. One Crazy Night. (laughs) I had to text Craig and I was like, what movie is this? Because I remember what movie we talked about. Yeah, and I had written it down as one crazy night because I think that's how we described the movie to each other. Like it's a it's a crazy night where they go. Well, out. yeah, it's like that because that's one of the you know it's the theme. It's like it's a one crazy night movie. Yeah. It all happens in one evening. It's compacted. And then I told everybody we're doing one crazy night on Twitter, <laughs> our Patreon, on Facebook, and 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 people were like. What is this movie? What? Like they're searching IMDb. <laughs> like, so uh, super familiar with this movie for me. This is uh, guys. It's yeah. fine. We're falling apart. The <laughs> intro took me three tries. It has never. I haven't messed up our intro in like two and a half years, and it took me three shots today. We're feeling silly. We're feeling a little <laughs> loose. Yeah. I'm even to the point with our intro where like people ask me what the podcast is about and I just like have to go verbatim into the yes! intro because I'm You're like, like, hello and I, welcome. Yeah. I don't want to just give you the scripted answer, but it's like literally the most concise way. To yes. this. I swear to God, I do the same thing. I feel like such a psychopath when I do it too. I'm like, am I a robot? Do I exist? What the hell it's is like, happening if you didn't here? Get it from the villain was right. It's like you know we're anyway. We're yeah, a what's your podcast about? I don't know, man. If we can't get all the rules are in the title, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> anyway, guys, if you haven't seen uh, the night before, I mean, chances are you maybe you haven't. I don't know. It's honestly, it was a funner movie than I remember. I was like, oh, this movie's not bad. Yeah, it's not a bad actually, movie. I enjoyed this, myself. This is my first time watching it. And the whole time through, I was like, there's elements of this that don't work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems more like it's, uh, we rushed this script into production to get it out by Christmas sort of problems. Yeah. Rather than like the movie itself is bad. Mm, and there's like a lot of great actors in it. We've got Joseph Gordon-Lovett, Seth Rogen, ah, Jillian Bell, always funny. Love Jillian Bell so much. Uh, no, there's tons of uh, uh, Anthony McKim or sorry, Anthony Mackie. We're like we got it. We got so like we got a good team, got a good team going. So the uh, the essential plot line of this movie is very simple. Okay, we've got uh, three friends: um, Ethan, Joseph Gordon Lovett's character. His parents died. Uh, they got hit by a drunk driver. He was going to be alone for Christmas. His two friends, Chris and Isaac, come over and they promise him that they're he's never going to spend Christmas alone. They get crazier and crazier every Christmas. They're one-upping each other. They just act kind of like jackasses on Christmas, have some fun, cheer up their friend, and that's kind of their tradition. Now they're older. Everybody's getting a life. Chris is famous. Isaac's, um, his wife is pregnant. So they decide this is going to be their last one. There's a fabled, basically a fabled Christmas Christmas extravaganza party that you have to be a secret invite to. Um, Ethan falls upon three invitations of this party they've been searching for for years. He steals them and they're all going to go to this party. Isaac gets on a drug trip. <laughs> Chris is desperate for weed. Um, there's a bit of a, uh, what would we say? Um, 
Oh, what's the movie? Why am I? Oh, uh, Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. So there's a big Christmas Carol vibe with Mr. Green showing them their past, future, present, um, each one hitting up. They separate. I don't know. They they <laughs> Isaac's so drugged up. They all separate. Ethan's upset because of, you know, you're missing the real meaning of Christmas. <laughs> Gets mad at a couple of Santas. Shit goes down. Um, he's been pushing everybody he loves away, including his ex-girlfriend, who is still obviously in love with him. They all meet at a party at the end. He proposes to her <laughs> inappropriately. So Miley Cyrus is there and kicks ass. Flawless. Absolutely flawless. Um, and they move on with their lives and their friends again, I guess. <laughs> is this? Yeah. We're close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pretty much covers it. It's sort of like... Um, the stoner comedy Christmas special is essentially what I felt this movie was. Yes, absolutely. And there's like, there's some, honestly, I think there's like a couple of really great lines in it. I think there's a couple of fun moments. Honestly, like B plus. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of how I felt watching it too. I was like, this is going to be more insufferable, uh, than I thought it was like I, I thought it was going to be more insufferable than it was i was like this is fun this is good um but like who do you think uh are the villains in this because like there's a couple there's a couple to me that kind of stick out as like your classic villains and then there's a whole bunch of like smaller stuff that i definitely want to get your read on but who did you um uh, well grinch girl for sure yeah 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 uh, <laughs> not just grinch girl uh rebecca grinch is how yes. she is <laughs> <laughs> rebecca grinch a, a, yes. a character i really identified with you know um <laughs> I would also say um, a smaller villain, definitely those true two drunk Santas. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Uh, uh, who are actors I can't name right now. Uh, Jason Manzukis is one of them. Yes, uh, always incredible. Great to see him and stuff. Um, he always yeah. plays the same character, and I do not mind. <laughs> yeah, and and in terms of like very loose villains here and like mm. villains I'm willing to defend. I think Lizzie Kaplan, Diana's uh, character, uh, like the ex. Oh, uh, yeah. Ethan's ex. It's sort of like, oh, can you believe that he, she dumped him and now he's all alone. But like mm. as the movie goes on, you're like, yeah, get away from that guy. Like, <laughs> yes, not, no, for sure. I, I totally agree with like that. A, yeah, like just to start out with her, I don't think Ethan's a bad dude. I don't think, uh, you know, he's not somebody that could date somebody and marry somebody in the future and that would be fine. But like, I don't, just don't think he's done the work that's required mm, at mm -hmm. this point. And every red flag that uh, Lizzie, uh, Lizzie Kaplan's getting is like, no, this is never going to work out. Pull the ripcord, bail on this. I hate that they get back together at the end. <laughs> ah, that's so funny. Yeah, I get it. I, I understand. I was really happy when they did the moment, though, because I um, Miley Cyrus <laughs> convinces <laughs> Ethan <laughs> to propose. And she's like, no, it's magic. It's Christmas. It's magic. You have to propose. Right. Which is so funny. I for think somebody that's, bad that's not even by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> oh, that's terrible advice. But her, Miley Cyrus, backup singing somebody's 
get back together with me speech is so funny and will never not make me laugh. It made me laugh really hard the first time. And that for whatever reason, I completely forgot about that scene. And I laugh really hard again this time. I was like, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. A background Should- singer on anything that doesn't require a background singing is... Yeah. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Love Um, it. Flawless. All right. But I do like that they have this moment because like this is something I always think when somebody gets like publicly proposed to and they say no in front of everybody. I'm like 100 percent my move. It would be to say yes and then immediately get that person into a corner and be like, absolutely fucking not. Are you insane? And just start breaking it down. (laughs) Why would you think that? Why would you think that's appropriate? I when she's like, I don't want Miley Cyrus to think I don't believe in love. Perfect. Yes. He's like, okay, I start to understand your points. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I, I actually was watching that. I was like, oh, this is right out of a Rebecca Reed's playbook. Okay, so this oh, is. Like you yes. said so many times before, like, don't do the public. Like, unless you really, really know, one, like a hundred percent that the answer is yes, you know. And mm-hmm. two, that she's going to be so into a big public proposal. Because some people pe- want that. Some some, and there's nothing that. wrong with that. And if you want that, but that's got to be heard. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, there has to be that understanding. Uh, but don't, I mean, they're not dating at that point. Oh. Like, like the, the Hail Mary proposal is so off-putting to me. Where yes. it's like, well, we broke up, and I don't know why, and I haven't really thought about why uh, the reasons that she gave for breaking up with me were maybe legit. I just need her back desperately. Hail Mary proposal? Oh, oh, it's so cringeworthy. So cringeworthy. Absolutely. And to the movie's credit, they do play it that way. They And like, they play it, yes. And like, I appreciate uh, that, because you don't see it enough. <laughs> No, especially with uh, both Isaac and Chris, like, shaking, like, waving him down. They're, like, calling him off, like, from the crowd. They're like, don't do it. What are you doing? This is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Like, I even understand who is like, please get back together with me. Valid. Okay, that's a a valid question. It's her favorite artist. Maybe that's pretty whatever. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I could get on board with that. Maybe. (laughs) Okay. Public proposal? I haven't talked to you in three months? Uh Uh-uh. And also, the reason that they broke up, and this is very important, is he, I think they said they were dating for like two years or something like that, and he always refused to see meet her parents mm-hmm. or move in together and like move in whatever like that's its own time frame you know what i mean like you, you you pace it out but like meet the parents is you can't not do that for two years oh yes especially if that person likes their parents <laughs> yes like if they hey, don't I- like their parents that's very passable okay you could skirt that forever all right or, you know, they live across the country or, you yes. know, it's like a dedicated trip to go see them. All of that is like mitigating circumstances. But it's very clear that this this is, takes place in New York City. And I think her parents live in Brooklyn. Like that's a subway ride. That's a come over. That's not even a come over for like Christmas dinner or Easter dinner or what. Or this is like a come over for Tuesday dinner kind of mm-hmm. proximity that you could have. Right. So. I mean, that just, to me, illustrates such a, like, that is such a fun, 
fundamentally, I just combined foundational and fundamentally. Anyway, <laughs> words are hard. Uh, but such a, a fundamental uh, problem with a relationship where you're like, I don't want to meet your parents. It's like, red flag, call it off. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's like, please come meet my parents. No, no. I don't meet parents. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> probably not going to go good after this. No. Like, and it's not... That's not even a, a a thing that is you apologize for and and now we understand each other and now we can get back together thing. Do you disagree on that? Uh, I don't know. A little Joseph Gordon Lovett on a spoon. I'd probably <laughs> I'd probably probably like he, if he's right at the door. <laughs> I've been asking about you. Clearly Clearly, they're both still pining for they have a good they've had a really fun back and forth. I think they're good for each other. I understand if it was my only sticking point. Yeah. And he arrives and he's like, listen, this sticking point, I actually agree with you now. And I'm willing and I'm so willing. I'm willing to do it right now. That's fair. All right. (laughs) I don't know. It's just (laughs) this never happens where I'm like, no, get Get back together with them. Get and back together with like Joseph and Gordon Levitt's yeah. the best you're gonna do. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I guess, I feel like that, like not willing to meet your parents, is such a like it's so much more deep seated. Like in terms, I don't of, like, think when your backstory is both of his parents died in a drunk driver accident. I'm like, well, if I can see the thread, I don't mind. <laughs> I'm I like, guess. I know where that's coming from. Okay. And I understand the reason. I don't know. I just feel like for it to be under duress, like we have broken <laughs> up and you're never going to see me again to him be like, finally like, fine, I guess I'll meet your parents. Uh, I don't know. I just wasn't sold on that. Like to me, it's like that, that cavity goes deep. You know what I mean? Like you got to mm. pull that tooth. There's no save in this tooth, right? No, I think I think I'm letting them in the door. <laughs> I'm right. showing them where the cookies are. We can disagree on that. That's fine. <laughs> showing them where the cookies are. I don't know. In my head, I was like, "Oh, what does that mean?" <laughs> I didn't even catch it as a dirty thing. I was like, "This is Christmas." No, I'm I sure think there's my... baked goods in the house. Yes, absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. There's no reason for my mind to go. You're disgusting, but for some reason, in my head. <laughs> Yeah. Here we are. Um, um, okay, very quickly, just because they're a side villain, I I just really quickly want to talk about and defend two drunk Santas. Oh, two drunk Santas, slam dunk, no problem. Slam dunk, no problem. Okay, <laughs> they did not instigate the fight. No. Okay, Ethan instigated the fight. Um, it is also I I would like I would like the jury to note that it was past ten p.m. when this went down. Okay, he's like, what about the kids? They're going to see you like this. No, it's past 10 p.m. Okay, you're going to see shit way worse than this past 10 p.m. in the streets of New York. Oh, my in God. The, in the streets of New York. That's what you're worried about is two drunk Santas. <laughs> this is probably the most normal thing you've seen all night. <laughs> oh, 100%. It's one. The only thing that they have done wrong is they're kind of pissing outside of the bar, which, you know, whatever. Oh, they're on yeah. a pub crawl. Like, mm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever. Who amongst us who amongst? has not <laughs> pissed in an alley one time? Come yes. on. Um, and 
the thing he says, the thing Ethan says, so Ethan's just walking by, hears them, I don't even know what they're talking about. Like, they're just kind of, like, talking about how they're sort of drunk and they're pissing in an alley. Yes, I think they're just talking about pissing. <laughs> and he goes, like, when you put on that uniform, Ugh. you, like, you represent something. One, as you said, it's past 10 p.m. Yes. Uh, two, uh, you're at a bar. Like, <laughs> no. There's no ethos that goes with dressing up as Santa in a bar. Yeah. Like, your, one of your friends is wearing, uh, like, you're all wearing Christmas sweaters, okay? Yeah. In a sense, you're in a uniform with your, well, what's, uh, we got a, what do we got? We got a Hanukkah sweater, uh, and, uh, yeah. I think so, a reindeer and a, a black Santa Claus, because he says this is like a racist caricature at some point. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're all wearing Christmassy and Hanukkah attire, and one of your friends is so, is on every drug on the planet. It, How is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're going to get drunk on Christmas Eve. Is I think that's I don't know like. I think kicking over a mailbox on Christmas Eve is a little more against the spirit of Christmas mm-hmm. than, say, getting drunk in a Santa costume. Blowing um, up a snowman. Like, there's several yes. things <laughs> that they do that are just, like, assholery. That they're like, well, it's fine because his parents are dead. He's allowed to be a dick once yeah. a year. And you're young and you're going through stuff and ah, it's kind yeah. of fine. But it's like those Santa Claus guys were just having a good time. Yes. Also, this has made me deeply want to go on a Santa Claus pub crawl. Because <laughs> just for whatever reason, in my head, being dressed as a Santa in a room full of Santas drunk is now a goal. That yeah, is I'm, so, that sounds like so much fun. Let's do that. Like we should do that. I think there's got to be one in Toronto. I think we can find 100%. one. If not, just we will I, let's start. Just, let's just dress as Santa Clauses, go to bar to bar, and see who we can like. We yes, pick, pick up. Not in like the terms of like romantically, but just like who can we speak get for add yourself? To this Congo train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who can we add to the night, and then who can Rebecca pick up? Are going to be two mm. separate, uh, separate things. Yes. Um, yeah. And by the way, not. One rule: It can't be a sexy Santa costume. No, no, no. Oh, no. I am hang off your body. I have a pillowcase underneath <laughs> what I'm wearing. There is no question. Okay, we're not out sexy Santa. Absolutely not. That no. takes all the joy and fun out of it. Quite no, frankly, this is this is miserable. You're gonna have a beer-soaked beard hanging around oh, your yeah. chin because it's it's. If you've ever, I don't know if you've ever done this with a Halloween costume. If you've ever had a fake mustache or fake facial hair, that isn't. You can't no. drink in it. It's the grossest thing in the world. Uh, <laughs> like natural hair will like, it'll like generally like wick up moisture or like repel it like in a way that feels right. But like that synthetic stuff. Oh, it just sits on your face and gets in your drink. It's the gross. I went as Bob from Bob's Burgers one year and used like the spirit gum on my upper lip for like a fake mustache. And it was disgusting. I had to start drinking beer out of a straw because uh, I was like, I can't put this to my lip. Very anyway. classy. I like that. Yeah. Actually, speaking of the grossest thing on the planet, because this kind of, <laughs> uh, <laughs> because this, I, I want to launch into another small, small side villain. Um, Sarah. <laughs> oh, okay. Because <laughs> she... Yes, Mi- uh, Mindy Calling, yeah. The yes. F- 
friend of Lizzie Kaplan, yes. Yes, friend Sarah, friend of Diana, is um, freaks the hell out over getting blood in her drink and kind of freaks out on Isaac, who's very, very, very high. Yeah. And I think that's supposed to, I don't know, in my mind, I'm like, that was supposed to be her overreacting, I guess, but I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> this seems like a very appropriate reaction to drinking cocaine blood. <laughs> yeah. And the amount, I think, is important. <laughs> Right? Like, you know, you've got a bit of a bloody nose and it like drips or whatever. And it was not intentional, right? Like he didn't know his Mm. nose was bleeding. It's like a perfectly kind of understandable situation. But she says, oh, this has got like a red tinge to it. Like maybe they gave me like crayon instead. Mm. I'm like, you're like, oh, it's like a coppery taste. I was like, you can taste the blood in that. That is... Literally just, that is so disgusting, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, yeah. God. No, like, I don't so... want blood anywhere near my food or drink, anything like that. If it's a friend and you're like, oh, shit, my like finger is bleeding a little bit. Let me get you a new one. You'd be like, fine. But like kind of a casual acquaintance, blood pouring out of his nose into the drink. No, no. She reacted yeah. perfectly. You're fine. officially too high. Okay, that man is too... He needs to be put on a leash in a manner I have never seen. Okay, you you can't be crossing some of these drugs he's crossing. That's insane. Yes. And that I'm going to also put up as a villain of this movie, which is too much drugs. (laughs) Too many drugs is absolutely 100% a villain of this movie. Here, here, I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on that slightly. I'm gonna say okay. it is not the amount; it is the variations. Okay, right. Although it made me laugh so hard when he was like, "Listen, how much how much weed do you have? I have one joint. My my wife, uh, she doesn't know anything about drugs. The proportions are all off. <laughs> Just like one joint and a vial of cocaine is so yeah. funny. Yeah." Uh, and here's the thing. I, I'm also going to say Isaac's character should know better, right? Like, yeah, they do some flashback scenes and he has beads in his beard when they're in like <laughs> high school slash like early college. There is nobody who has beads in their beard who doesn't know not to mix drugs. You know or not I mean? these is, drugs and not in that order. I got to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Or the order or, you know, like. He knows the order of operations of drugs. Is what yes, it is, right? the bed mass of drugs. Which I need to hear. What's your bed mess of drugs? Okay, well, okay. First of all, okay. Also, I mean, if you're in the UK, <laughs> <laughs> instead of brackets, whatever. Oh, you're so funny. Anyway, okay. Um, well, I mean, weed's kind of. I think weed's kind of one you can start with, and weed's kind of, you can throw that bad boy in most occasions, and I think it'll probably, it'll probably go okay. These are, oh, by the way, this is not advice. Nobody listen to this. Nobody follow this. This is, these are just my ideas. This This is is all for you. Feel this, we had somebody uh, recently comment about how we might be, not know what we're talking about in terms of mental health, and it's just like, 
Yeah, we're not an advice podcast. <laughs> no, 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 this is not. I'm not trying to give you life advice. All right, so right we got. Now. I'm writing this down too. So we got weed. You're saying you can start with W. Okay, we. Yeah, got I think w- you can start with weed. Um, and then here, here's the thing. Okay, you have to branch off to one or the other. You can't do mushrooms and cocaine. That's lunacy. <laughs> That's fucking lunacy. Okay, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't mix mushrooms with any sort of chemical stimulant <laughs> if you want Fair. my very real truth, okay? I don't think it I don't think it goes I've never tried it, but I don't think it goes together. I think I don't even I don't know if coke goes with anything other than uh, booze, I think. You ever see somebody like that? They're just like super drunk at the bar oh, yeah. and then they go to the bathroom and they come back straight as an arrow and you're like, well, that can't be good. Your jaw is just cracking, sir. Yeah, it can't be good for the heart. The depressant and the stimulant at the same time. No, 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 no. no, no. Not good for your personality either. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Oh, God. That's why people were like, do you, do you do cocaine? No. Fuck no, I don't. I don't need any more reason to be more of me. Oh, my God. People can barely stand this. They're at their limits. This on cocaine? Oh, yuck. Yuck. No. Mm-mm. Nobody wants to be a part of that. Absolutely not. I don't, I don't want to be a part of that. Nobody wants to be a part of that. Sweet baby Jesus. What else does he have in his little box? Um, I think he just does mushrooms. He doesn't do LSD. Um, yeah, he I did find a pill it's... at some point, and I was like, "What is that?" Oh, it might have been Molly. I think he might have taken okay. Molly at some point. Uh, it's it kind of does get lost in the plot at a certain point. We were just like, "He's just on everything." He's and just he's messed up. Uh, I, I and would here's say the he... thing. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, go. No, the hero in this story is sort of uh, his wife Betsy Jillian Bell. Oh, yes. Just what an understanding, fantastic, like, because she says in the beginning, hey, you've been my rock all through this pregnancy. Um, I want you to go out and have fun tonight and gives him a box of drugs <laughs> that she got off of Craigslist. And I was like, what an, what an amazing understanding wife who realizes that this guy needs to blow off uh, some steam with his friends. Yeah. No, she's she's awesome front to back. She never stops being awesome. Even when he's at the church, she's like, just run away, run away. My family's coming. You're fucked up. Please run in the opposite direction. <laughs> Which is exactly how you should handle that situation. Yes. Also, you never, even if, listen, this guy's like, oh, no, we got to go to this party. We got to go to this party. Like Ethan's move of just letting both of his friends run off. And he's like, oh, you guys abandoned me. You left me. No. As soon as your friends started doing all those drugs, it immediately became your responsibility to follow their ass around. Yeah. Especially if you're encouraging this behavior at all. Okay. You need to run after them. They need a spotter. Okay. They need a chaperone. Also, and most importantly with drugs, location, location, location. Okay, do not be putting yourself in these sorts of environments this high. That's insane. <laughs> Lord in heaven. That being said, in Ethan's defense, I will say that the drugs definitely did derail his plan for the evening. Like his plan was always like, 
hey, we'll do the regular stuff. We'll go to the karaoke bar. You know, we'll、mm. hit up the Chinese food place, and then we'll go to the biggest, greatest party that's ever been invented. And Isaac starts taking the drugs like off the get, like at the Chinese food restaurant. Yes, and you're like. It's a it's bold a, move. Ever, it's a bold ever, move. Yeah, you ever have someone show up for dinner and they're like, "Oh, I'm not hungry. Like I ate a bowl of pasta before I came here." You're like, "Why? Why did you do that? You knew that we were eating tonight. You knew that. Like, why did you fill your, you know, or someone who fills themselves up with bread is maybe the more apt metaphor, right? <laughs> <laughs> This guy got too too many drugs before、yeah. his drugs. Yeah. No, there was、um, a truly epic mix happening there that I don't think anyone should support. Yeah,、um, I think we should also talk about. Uh, uh, well, first, actually, before we get to Rebecca Gridge,、uh, <laughs> I do want to say just about this: like the movie is actually quite sweet in presenting male friendship and like being there for each other.、Mm. Um, I really quite like that. And like the fact that they were like kind of blowing up snowmen with firecrackers and stuff on some of these nights, you're like, well, I mean, that's not how I would spend Christmas Eve, but like, go for it. But their tradition isn't actually all that wild. Like when they break down what actually it is, it's like, okay, we're gonna go to、uh, a karaoke bar, we're gonna get Chinese food, and then drink a lot. And you're like, that's. A pretty decent way to spend New Year,、uh, not New Year's,、um, Christmas Eve. If you're not going to be spending it with family, you know. Yeah, I mean that's what I used to do with my friends. We used to get drunk every Christmas Eve. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'd wake up the next morning and have coffees and Bailey, <laughs> coffee and Bailey's. <laughs> A little hair、so、of the dog. Was, oh yeah, just hung over opening presents. <laughs> and、uh. I mean. I, It also goes to show that like it's really nice that these guys have shown up for each other all these years, right? Like this is like, I think maybe like a decade or so that they've been doing this. Yeah, you know, since、so、like early twenties to now, like they're in their thirties.、Um, it's like that's super nice, you know. Oh, I and, love to watch bros be friends. Yeah, even them talking about their like earlier early dynamic when they were like, yeah, I couldn't believe I was watching a jock talk to a warlock and a Pretend pothead, and like that's really that's like sweet. I like that. <laughs> yeah, and they're going back and they're playing the N sixty four Goldeneye, and you know, and I can relate to that and all the rest. I was like, yeah, these guys have really been here for each other. What I will say, and they're like, but this is the last year that this is going to happen, right? We all agreed. First of all, I don't think Ethan really agreed. I think that other two of you sort of were like, this is the last year that we can do this. But I'm just going to put it out there. That they need to know that traditions can evolve. Oh yes, yeah. You know, like once you start having like okay, like Isaac's going to be having a family, and、uh, Chris has his like NFL career and like all the rest. So like maybe at some point it stops being about going out on Christmas Eve and getting shit faced drunk, and maybe it becomes like eggnog at one of their places. Like you can still do that like Christmas Eve hangout. This is important because we're spending time with you. And little doobie it, in the garage, you know, yeah, it's a、yeah. secret. We're, yeah, we're all adults now. No, yeah, and, you know, all the rest. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> But it can definitely, like, it's it's it can go from like firecrackers and snowmen and like, you know, cocaine to 
a weed in the garage and appetizers, you know, like. That actually sounds like a great evening, weed in the garage and apps. Oh my God, stop. You know why, Rebecca? Because we're in our 30s. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, also, can you imagine one of the excuses is like, what, like Isaac's excuse is like, I'm having a family. That's a very reasonable, absolutely. You can't be out doing all these drugs all the time. You can't, especially on Christmas Eve, like, Christmas, it really turns to be, it's just about kids, right? Like, kids get yeah. excited. That's what it's really, that's what it's all about, right? But You know, the other <laughs> fucked up thing is Christmas is a morning holiday. <laughs> like it's, yes. <laughs> it's it not is. a you-can-be-hung-over holiday. It's no, a rise not really. and shine, 6 yeah, a.m., I got a Sega Genesis, I got a Sega Genesis. Uh, <laughs> that was me. No, yeah. this is a slight <laughs> grievance I have with the internet. Uh I was, remember the N64 kid? I was the N64 kid before you were able to upload shit to the internet. Like, there's a video of me running around saying, we got a Sega, we got a Sega, we got a Sega, <laughs> that my grandfather, like, recorded, but it's, that. like, on, like, a VHS tape and couldn't upload it to the internet. But anyway, I would have been internet famous. I think they have the tech for that. You should do it. Oh, I know, but, like, it's gone. You know what I mean? Like, oh. the, the, the moment in time where people would think that's cool is... It's it's been taken. Oh, <laughs> it's been taken. I was, <laughs> my fifteen minutes were stolen by the N sixty four kid. Uh, <laughs> you said that was such a serious error. Like it's been taken. It's, it's, no it's been taken it from me, Rebecca. That's why I, I do this that. podcast, just in the hopes of regaining some of that internet clout. Mm. <laughs> oh my god. Oh anyway. Oh sorry. I, uh, okay. So I just think. That Chris, I, I get that like we're all getting older or whatever, but Chris is just being like, I'm too famous. <laughs> what a terrible him not going home to see his mom, like all this shit. His mom, the nicest woman on the planet. I was so mad at him that he wasn't going to home to see his mother, especially after like when the mother is introduced as a character <laughs> later, and you see how she so. So he says, this is important. I, mean, I just need to put mm. this logic through here. He says like, oh, you know, I just can't, I can't really stand that right now. You know, like she's so much when I go home. It's all about everything. And I just need kind of need this break. So I'm just going to stay in the hotel and tell her not to go there. And at first you're like, okay, not everyone gets along with their family. Like everyone has this like complicated thing. And then they sneak into her house to play N64 while they're waiting for uh, Mr. Green to arrive with the weed and start playing n64 they're like don't wake her they do wake her up and instead of like yelling at them or being like who's in my house or like who's there how dare you sneak in she just melts and goes oh my god you came you came for chris she's hugging her son she sees ethan and isaac and she's like here's two other boys that i know i love these kids too we're gonna have dinner it's like 10 30 11 o'clock at night at this point she whips up a meal for them and is like i was like how dare you do this to this sweet sweet woman you piece of shit oh yeah just like the human embodiment of a warm hug you're like how dare you she's like i'm gonna take you to church tomorrow and we're gonna see the neighbors and you're gonna sign up Mm. and like that's what he doesn't like but he does like all the other trappings of being famous so like kind of fuck off you know Abs- this woman has a shrine of you in her yeah. home. Take this love. Accept this love, okay? 
uh, Christmas? Oh my God, just go do it. What the hell? We all have things that our parents do that we're like, okay, I don't know if I, but you, you bear down, you handle it. My God, the worst thing is that she's too, she's too proud of you. <laughs> is this woman too proud of you right now? Is that what's happening? Oh my God, no, nice she's so wonderful. Have. She yeah. reminds me so much of uh, when I was in high school, one of my best friends, her mom was exactly like, like we would show up, whatever, it'd be the middle of the afternoon and she'd be like, you kids look hungry. I, I, I and we're all like, yeah, like we could eat. She's, I, I'm, I'm going to go put on, she'd, put, she'd be like, I'm going to go put on a roast. She just like put. <laughs> oh, roast. I wasn't expecting. I was like, <laughs> she's bringing you like crackers and cheese. No, no, no. Or she's like, no, like, no, no I'm just going to go throw on a roast. Like, like oh. I made me scream laugh every time. I loved it. So she's just, she's just the warmest woman of all time. <laughs> the throw on a roast is a level of hospitality I will wow. never like like because now you're committed to stay there for like what four hours how long does a roast take like like hours right absolutely it does like it would be like two hours later she's rolling out a whole roast dinner potatoes carrots roast we were we looked hungry craig <laughs> We were growing children, roast and we needed time. nourishment in the form of roast. She'd be like, she's like, like she's like, oh, I'm just gonna put on a full pot of spaghetti. Just like it was always like a big, me- it was always like a full yeah. meal. Oh, always I love a it. full meal, always the greatest. Just and and like constantly had kids in and out of that door. You know what I mean? Like this was a big family. They yeah. all had friends. Their friends had friends and you just go in and out of this building. And she was just like, well, who needs a meal? <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. And, and there is a thing with the Chris's character where like the only reason he's good at sports is because, um, he does steroids and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't oh care. Oh my God. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and he, he even says, like, everybody's doing it, and this is the only way I can compete. I'm like, great. True. You did Good it. Good for you. You did um, it. He's got a <laughs> really great social media feed, and uh, I don't mm-hmm. begrudge him for having that or sustaining that. Both you and I Absolutely know that not. that's, like, kind of part of what's expected of uh, you these days is to be constantly posting. And, like, this is also, like, what, 2015? Like, he was kind of ahead of the curve there, you know? Yeah. No, I, I, I honestly, I don't even mind. I was like, this guy's an athlete. They're like, yeah, you hated these douchebags. Yes. And sometimes, and this is going to sound crazy, sometimes when you have a job you love, it's still a job and there are parts of it that you dislike. Yeah. But it's and a I, part of it and you yes. have to make a decision. <laughs> and when he asks Isaac, it's like, you're doing a lot of drugs. Are you going to be okay? Because there's people there that I work with that will be at this big party. Legitimate concern. You know what I mean? Yes. That's a very fair question. (laughs) I am with you. So you represent me to a certain extent. I'm also with these other guys who I work with. I need you to be at least functional and not embarrassing. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. And then... And then you stabbed the best player we have in the hand. <laughs> With a broken glass. Yeah. Yes. And punched a couple other guys. Knocked. Yeah. Like, this does not look good. on. Tried him. to fight bouncers. Like, you guys are. Uh, 
I don't think you're the heroes of this story. I got to be honest with you. No. Uh, I don't think the three main characters are the heroes of this story. No, no. They learn some lessons. They grow a little, mm-hmm. which is nice. But uh, yeah, definitely not. I think we do need to talk about uh, uh, Rebecca Grinch here. Rebecca Grinch. Of oh, course we do. Elena she's Glazer. the main villain. <laughs> she's <Yes>. the Grinch. <laughs> Even though she's only in five, five minutes, five to ten minutes of this movie. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she, um, and I'm just going to say it, if, uh, if you're having a night where you're like, I'm going to party, I'm out, I'm single, just random girl comes up to you in the bar and has sex with you in a bar bathroom, good for you, you later discover that she steals your weed, let it go. (laughs) You know, kind of the price Mm -hmm. of admission, I'm saying, you know, you're like, (laughs) I guess, I guess I traded one high for the other tonight. Needed to learn a life lesson. Here's here's what I want. I here's what I want to say in defense of Rebecca Grinch. Um, magic exists in this universe, and I think she is also magical. And I think she's oh! a part of the lore. The we're just getting to this. What? Okay, break it <laughs> down for me. Break it down. Okay, but so we establish we establish that Mister Green, first of all, has weed powers. Okay, their powers. The weed of uh, Christmas, past, present, and future. Okay, yeah. Okay, yes. He he's very mystical, very magical. Exactly what he says happens. It's not like he prompts them into a conversation, and this is some sort of metaphor for a moment they're all having together. This is legitimate magic. They give him wings. It could have been. It could have been up for debate. Okay, but it wasn't. They didn't leave it up for debate. They gave him wings. Okay. Yeah, in the end of the movie, we find out he's like Santa Claus's son. Tracy Morgan, Santa Claus's son. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Brilliant. Love it. <laughs> it's so off the rails. Okay. So we can establish that Santa's real, Christmas exists, this guy's magic, right? Which would then, in turn, make the, the possibility of other magic. And I'm going to make the argument here that nobody other than a magical person could survive that fall that she makes Ooh, and just get yeah, up and she jumps running. off a roof into a uh, trap into a trash, trash yeah. right? And unless that trash is pillows, <laughs> which you would, uh, you would have to <laughs> like be literally, <laughs> literally gambling your life with. I'm also yeah. going to say it, the only person that could grab a New York rat and throw it at another person is magic. I think also these are the true. Fans. Okay, I, I don't think I, I don't think you can get your little fingies on one. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm convinced. Yeah, I'm absolutely. I I've, won, I've been won over. Because uh, the other thing, the other big problem I was going to have with her is like Chris is like an NFL player. Right. And based on his build, I'm guessing he's like a runner, not like a blocker, you know? Yes. So that guy can run. Mm-hmm. And he's not able to catch a woman who's like maybe like three quarters of his height, you know, like, yes. a, like a, a small woman who's running away from him on the street and he can't catch her. Magic's the only yes. uh, reasonable explanation for that. So I think she's magic. I think she works in cahoots with Mr. Green because she is also about teaching them a lesson. And I think I don't think it's a coincidence that both of these magical characters 
are trying to teach this group of specific people a lesson tonight? I think not. Okay. I True. think she is an essential cog within this machine. Okay. And I think she is part of the lessons that our main characters need to learn. And therefore, quite frankly, not a villain. Boom. True. All right. I don't think she is. I don't even think, I think everything she does, I don't even think she really steals that money. I don't no, even think. What was she puts her hand in the, uh, in the. No, the, I think like everything. Game? I think everything she does is just to egg on this other character. Her sole goal is to separate this guy from his friends to make him realize that he needs his friends. Right. This this night is about this. It's not about getting weed mm-hmm. for your football friends. This is about yep. being there for your friends. Yeah, I I get that because that's kind of her speech too. Right before she jumps off yeah. the roof, which is, mm-hmm. um, you have people who want to spend time with you on Christmas Eve. That's what this is about. Um, yeah. So yeah. I don't even think she's a real person. <laughs> quite frankly you think she's some sort of like christmas spirit yes sent there to yeah all right i'm i'm on board with that that's great that's a better defense than i had which is just like <laughs> what oh, did you have, have? i had uh, you have sex with somebody that you don't know in a, a, a bar bathroom and sometimes they steal your weed <laughs> like what do you <laughs> what did you expect <laughs> what kind so, of behavior were you looking for <laughs> Did you think this was going to be an upstanding person? Uh, so just to recap, Rebecca's argument is Christmas magic. And mine's like, sometimes ah, sometimes some people steal your weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Um, Although, OK. I, I, go ahead. Sorry. Are you 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 go, Craig? What do you oh, got? I was just going to say I love Mr. Green, too. Like Michael Shannon, mm-hmm. I would not have thought of for this role because he's like that. That guy's got like villain face. You know what I mean? Uh, but I loved him in this. I was like, oh, you're such a talented comedic actor. I love him. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Talking about talented comedic actors, um, you know who was an absolute treat of a surprise that I was forgotten in this movie? Nathan Fielder. Oh, yes! (laughs) as, As the limo driver of the Red Bull limo. Always Perfection. telling people to drink Red Bull. It's like, oh man, that looks bad. You should drink a Red Bull. Or like, you guys you are too drink, high. You yeah. should drink a Red you, Bull. You got too high. You got to chill out, man. You got to drink a Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they they're chasing they're chasing Rebecca Grinch, uh, mm. and they order him to drive like run through a red light in which he crashes, and then he's just sitting there going like, I screwed up. No, no, no. Like no, no, down. no. I was just like, oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Another great cameo in this uh, is uh, Randall Park. Uh, really early on is Ethan's boss. Uh, oh, yeah. Like oh, cater, low like, key another villain. Yeah. Always love to see Randall Park pop up and stuff. I love a good yeah. Randall Park. Yeah. And he's also right. You can't come back to the kitchen with a full tray. Are you serious? Fair. Yeah. It's like And you- also steals tickets. That guy should have been fired for sure. He's the worst employee of all time. Yeah, and and to be fair, I don't think he goes back to that job after. Oh, I I, <laughs> I think I think Ethan knew that stealing those tickets was this is me quitting. Um I'm so surprised though that the the stealing of the tickets absolutely never comes back to bite them in the ass. No. Like, <laughs> they're just like, we need a reason that they... St-. Like, 
nobody shows up at the party being like we had tickets nobody like is chasing them through the streets knowing that they have the tickets like um rebecca grinch doesn't steal the tickets at any point like the fact that they have the tickets is just a foregone conclusion that they can and will get to this party and does not matter at all like in the actual no, no, or <laughs> motivation for what they're doing in the night. I expected at least half of this movie to be like, I can't believe we lost the tickets. We got to get them back. No, they nope. just held on to them like competent human beings. I love Abs- it. Yes. And that I was it. That did you lose it? And at one point, did you lose the tickets? No. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, like... <laughs> In terms of racing this script out to get it done by Christmas, I feel like that scene is like, did you lose the tickets? Insert lost ticket plot line here. Until then, no. (laughs) Yep, that's it. We did it. it. That's all, folks. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Do you have anything else for a scream? No, just a, a pretty nice... Listen, here's the thing. If you want to uh, maybe smoke up a little or something like that and watch a Christmas movie, I think this is probably the one for you, you know? I had a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm sure that's probably pretty trippy. Uh, <laughs> all that claymation stuff. Are you kidding? Um, That'd probably be great, actually. Yeah. Do that instead. Yeah. <laughs> do, the, do the Rudolph one instead. This one, I don't know. Yeah. It's still... It, I would just say it is more... It's it's better than I remember it being. Yeah, it's not a great movie, but it is definitely better than I remember it being. There's like a lot of fun little performances. There's some honestly, there's some genuinely good funny lines. And if you're not gonna watch this, you should just watch the scene of Miley Cyrus backups. <laughs> like I thought, every Miley Cyrus scene was fucking awesome. It's like, what do I call you, Hannah? No, kidding. I'm just drunk. <laughs> like just. <laughs> This made me even more of a Miley Cyrus fan. Love that bitch. Fuck yeah. Flawless. He's right. Mr. Green was right. She's flawless. Um, And guys, now I guess it is time for our rankings of the villains. What do you, or villain, what do you got for us, Craig? Yeah, so I've got uh, the night before scale, a.k.a. the Eve scale. Uh, So I've got the, I'm actually ranking the three guys because I think they're kind of, get in their own way more than anything so on a scale of new year's eve to christmas eve i'm gonna give the three guys an all hallows eve aka halloween because they're up to some fucking mischief uh that they're way too old for (laughs) (laughs) okay great i've got i'm actually i'm i'm ranking rebecca grinch okay because i'm like that is the grinch is the true villain and uh we've got i've got uh, kel surprise i've got a drug scale um, so from a, a hoot off of a joint to, uh, six tabs of acid, I'm going to give Rebecca Grinch uh, a key bump of Coke. Okay. She's a little too much. Okay. A little too much, but maybe she'll give you a good realization. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and Love guys, it. before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, as always, there's a couple ways you can help out the podcast. If you want to follow us, you can follow us at VWR on Twitter. Villain was right on Facebook and a villain was right at gmail.com. If you want to send us suggest, this was a suggestion. If you want to send us a suggestion, neither of us knew <laughs> we were like, I, this movie wasn't even on my radar, but it was a suggestion. And if you didn't like it, then you should be sending us suggestions. <laughs> so hit us up guys. And if you have a couple of bucks, 
Yeah, if you got a couple bucks to spare, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash the villain was right. Patreon, of course, is a monthly subscription service where you get to support the artists uh, that you like. Hopefully that's us in this case. And in return, you get some amazing benefits. So for us, uh, at our top tier level, $7 a month gets you two bonus episodes every month. I pick one, Rebecca picks one, and they're movies where maybe the villain wasn't right, maybe they're an interesting villain, or maybe it's just a movie that we can't really talk about on the regular podcast. So you get two of those every month as well. We also have uh, an ad-free tier. So if you like the podcast but don't like the ads, by all means, uh, for $1 a month, you get an ad-free feed, which is uh, pretty sweet. So head on over to patreon.com slash thevillainwasright uh, to check out the tiers, find out which one's right for you and uh, for supporting the podcast. And if you're already a patron, thank you so much for supporting us. We love you. You're the best. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. Um, I've got a sort of a Christmas-themed one this time. I've got a Christmas-themed one. Nice. Um, in which I am almost certainly the villain, the degree to which uh, I will let you and the listeners, uh, I'll let you apply this to your own relationship and see how much of a villain you are in it. Let's put it that way. (laughs) All right. So this sort of happened, uh, this is, I guess, like maybe two years ago now. Like we were in the middle of lockdowns, COVID, like we couldn't go home to see family, all the rest. I was in a pretty bad mood about it. Kat was in a pretty bad mood about it. And, but we decided, you know, we're going to try and recreate Christmas as much as we can and get kind of the elements that we need. So I was doing a little bit of Christmas baking, uh, you know, like went to the store and got like the chocolate and the icing sugar and all the stuff that, that you need for like the things that I was making. And we sort of had that earlier in the month. And then, you know, Christmas Eve comes along and I'm making dinner uh, the next day and and Kat decides that she's going to make a dessert. And I was like, that's great. So Kat uh, puts in an order for all the stuff that she needs and Kat gets uh, three one pound bags of icing sugar <laughs> <laughs> delivered to the house. And I was like, that is so much icing sugar. That is, like, that is a, that's a lot. It's <laughs> I like that. Insane amount of icing sugar. And I already had icing sugar in the house because I'd done some baking before. So we now have basically four full bags of icing sugar. And uh, I was just, and Kat's just like, I was like, Kat, that's a lot of icing sugar. And she's like, well, I didn't want to run out. Like I didn't. And I was like, well, how much does the recipe call for? And it's like half a cup. It's like. (laughs) That's so funny. It's not a lot at all. So we have like. We didn't even open the bags that she or- ordered because like, <laughs> there's still enough in the bag that I have. Anyway, so I'm kind of making fun of her for for having uh, ordering so much. And Christmas morning comes and, you know, we're kind of down about it. We're like, you know, we're not home with our families and all the rest, mm-hmm. but we're going to make it as much as we can. I'd even like nailed uh, our stockings to the wall because it's a rental. So who cared? Uh, and uh, uh, I go to Kat. I was like, oh, before we open our presents this morning, uh, you need to open your stocking first. And she goes, Craig, what are you doing? Like, we're n- we said we weren't doing stockings for each other. What are you? Oh, my God. I was like, don't worry about it. Don't worry. It's something small. You'll just like it. I just didn't have anywhere to put it. So just like, just open your stocking. And she picks it up. And she's like, oh, my God, this is so heavy. What is it? What is it? Reaches into her stocking and pulls out a unopened bag of icing shirt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thankfully... She laughed right away. Yes. Uh, and I'm just going to say, know your relationship. Know what mm. relationship you're in. 
Because I would say in my relationship, uh, first of all, I 100% I'm always going to find that funny. That, But like, <laughs> that's yes. not about me. Uh, there is like, I would say like an 85% chance that Kat would find this funny in our relationship. Odds are pretty good. But mm-hmm. I'm going to say on a general relationship level, that kind of move is maybe like a 50-50. Because uh, I could see that definitely turning into like, why are you making fun of me kind of Christmas morning ruining sort of thing. So uh, probably a villain, statistically. I would say soft. Say. soft. Soft. Villain. Yeah. Soft villain. I mean, if if I was dating somebody and they did that to me, I, I guarantee you what is going to happen is I am going to laugh and then I'm going to say, you dick, and then I'm going to throw softly, not violently, <laughs> but I'm going to throw the bag in your general direction. Under, a good underhand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a yeah, good underhand. Yeah. You dick. It's in your lap now. There yeah. you go. <laughs> okay. Let me know how you would That's what I would say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, tweet yeah. at me or whatever. I would have probably just called you a dick. That's it. Yeah. But also laughed because right. if you can't laugh at yourself a little bit, <laughs> what are we doing here? Um, that's a good one. I like that. Actually, speaking of laughing at yourself um, <laughs> and perhaps others, uh, very recently, uh, my 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 hero my hero of the week is uh, the the delivery driver that drops off stuff at my house sometimes. So I have, well, first of all, I would like to say uh, my, the, the, the regular uh, postal service worker I deal with, him and I already have a pretty good rapport going because he understands, <laughs> he drops off our mail, I would say around noonish. And there is a 50 50 shot. I'm still in bed. <laughs> So he always laughs. He always kind of giggles at me because I'm always like, my eyes are always fucked when I get. I'm like, hello, thank you. Like I'm like a gremlin coming from underground. Like I'm messed, and he thinks it's like he knows. He knows to ring the doorbell because he knows if he knocks, I won't hear him. And he knows he how long he he has to wait for thirty seconds, and he's gonna hear boom, 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 come down the stairs, and it's gonna be thank you so much, hello. Like I'm. All, I look all fucked up anyway, but I have, there's this different delivery, like if it's like a special order or something like that, there's a different delivery guy that shows up, obviously. Um, and I've dealt with this guy a few times. We, so recently, um, my roommate and I, we've been dealing with, like our heat hasn't been very consistent and we were trying to figure it out with the landlord. The landlord's been very nice about it, but it just hasn't been correct. Okay. It's getting adjusted weirdly. It's not going well. Anyway. So this particular day, I had on a toque and a very thick, fluffy hat. The one I'm wearing right now is very fluffy, very thick, uh, this house coat and big socks and um, <laughs> and flip-flops <laughs> or slides or whatever you want to call them. So I've got big socks on, slides, a house coat and a toque. And at no point has it entered my brain that this is a weird thing to wear because I've been wearing this all day around the, around the home. So, and I'm sure it doesn't help that um, my favorite greeting of all time, just based off of The Simpsons, if you call me on the phone, I answer the phone, ahoy hoy. This is how I answer. This. Yes. <laughs> That's how I answer the phone. It's how I answer the door. 
I it's ahoy hoy. So I open the door to this delivery guy and I'm like, ahoy hoy, and I'm wearing this outfit. And before he can say, he bursts out laughing. He can't even get words out. He's like, like just starts laughing. And he's like literally trying to compose himself. He's like, I gotta. He's just saying it in between laughs. He's like, I got a delivery for you, and I just. I don't know why I'm so used to being laughed at. I don't even address it. I just grab the bag. I'm like, thank you so much, my man. Like, you you have a blessed day. (laughs) You made that guy's day, though. Like, you know that, right? still laughing back to the truck. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, why? Anyway, I... It never bothers me when somebody laughs at me and I don't think, and it was very genuine and that guy's my hero because it made me, (laughs) his laughter made me laugh. I forgot what I was wearing. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. You made his day for sure. Yeah. Love that. Love that. (laughs) Just, just an absolute insane uniform and a hoy hoy. Yeah. (laughs) Just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's real good uh well that does it for us uh this week on the podcast rebecca where can people get in touch with you as always you can follow me at rebecca reads on any platform of your choosing and a i i don't know if i'm going to be doing it consistently but if you're in toronto and you want to come to a show i run a show called that bitch <laughs> it will be on december 8th at nothing fancy uh, my ticket link is in all of my bio at Rebecca Reed. Any one of my bios, you can pick it up. So if you guys want to come see me host a show, it is a women forward show, obviously. Hit me up for that. And that's it. Yeah, check it out. And uh, you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. I do have a couple uh, coming up in December, uh, most notably in Hamilton, Ontario. I'll be at Levity Comedy. Uh, so check out CraigFay.com for show dates for that and links to tickets. Uh, and yes, that's us for this week. Uh, tune in next week where we will be doing Love Actually. Love Actually. It's ah! about time that movie got its come up. And we're gonna so be, excited. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Uh, so tune in for that next week. And until then, this was The Villain Was Right, reminding you that traditions can evolve. <laughs> The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.